What's up out there, America, for whoever's listening? I want to dive into high school playoffs begin. And them damn Park Hill Trojans football will start at 1 o'clock against Rockhurst. And man, am I pumped for them young men of Park Hill. They have showed great resiliency. I believe they went into three overtime periods before uh, Ray Peck pulled away with a W. It was some missed opportunities, but I've been saying it. Park Hill, you keep working. Show that resiliency, that grit. And with them coaches, I think you guys are going to be a tough out. Me and my lovely wife will be there on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Go get them, Trojans, and welcome to the hill of Park Hill, baby. All right, I want to dive into Washington football super quick this morning. I want to highlight some rookies. And I'm going to start with Benjamin St. Jude, rookie out of Minnesota. Juice is what they call him. Defensive back for you don't know what a DB is, a cornerback. And if you don't understand what I'm about to tell you, then look it up. St. Jude, in my opinion, why I have high hopes, I think this young man can follow any best receiver. Let him learn that way. The dude got length, he got height, and he's physical. Let St. Jude be the shutdown corner. Play Willie Jackson and Fuller, spread them out, meaning like put one in the slot, one one on another receiver, mix and match that way. But St. Jude should be a, a defensive back that travels because I believe this young man can get it done, and I have high hopes and still believe this defense will continue to peak. They play Denver, and then they have a bye week. Another one is Jamin Davis, who's starting to understand that scheme. And boy, is he getting downhill in a hurry and playing faster, faster. So once he actually gets 100% comfortable with the Jack Del Rio scheme, I believe Washington has got them a gold jacket linebacker. Y'all want to talk about Michael Parsons? Talk about him. I tell you what, number 52 in Washington. It's pretty damn good himself out of Kentucky, Jamin Davis. I'm telling you, they fixed this red zone issue. I'm going on the record this morning to say they scoring them red zones. I think they're going to start peaking. 
and teams will start getting blown out because I believe they'll start putting it together. Heineke's not a bad quarterback. This is what I'm trying to explain to the people out there. They ran up over 430 yards against Green Bay. The issue is they just couldn't. They just couldn't. Hold uh, on. Oh, sorry, computer issue. They, they just couldn't capitalize in the red zone. Sorry, I've been disturbed. Something's going on with my computer. Forgive me. All right, I hope y'all can hear me. I thought I got lost for a little bit. McCaffrey's security scam plus came on. They they can do this when I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk more football. Tell it like it is podcast. So back to what I was saying. They got inside Green Bay's red zone five times and came away with three points. Yeah, I know it's disheartening and and disappointing. But here, on the, on the flip side, this offense can move the ball. This offense can move the ball. And the defense, if they can put it together four quarters, this team's going to peak. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Washington fans, chill the hell out. You're going to watch this team emerge. And I'm not counting this season out. I'm not throwing in the towel. There's 10 games left. And I believe that this team can get it done. I believe they're going to make a push for the playoff spot. I'm going on the record again to say this team takes care of that red zone and score touchdowns or any kind of points. And its defense is starting to peak. I'm telling you, this team is going to be a tough, tough out. And by the way, they're laying the Collins' new role, bringing him in that box, and blissing that may be the key. That may be the key instead of have him out in coverage. All right. I'm going to close this segment on a sad note. And if anybody's listening from the Northland, Park Hill District, condolences to Randy Martin Jr. and his family. He had lost his sister. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know what he's going through because I'm not. I do not know his sister. I only uh, met his brother a couple of times, so I really didn't know his family. I work a lot, so I don't get to go out and hang out and all that. But I do know Randy Martin Jr. been a good friend of mine for years. And I don't have any words that I can say. So I'm just going to say what I feel about this. Your sister... Is going to be with you no matter what. She knows you're a hell of a big brother. And I know she's going to want you to get on with it. Live your life. We all know you're a hell of a father. And Hazel is very, very, very lucky young lady. 
So my brother, stay strong. Pain will never go away. But you will heal. Listen to me. The pain won't go, but you will heal. And I know you're going to stay focused because you're a great father. And I know you're going to stay focused on that. But you never forget. And I'm sorry that this has happened. And I know it was uh, unsudden or sudden, sorry. But you grieve the way you need to grieve. And nobody can tell you how to grieve. And I know the person you are, you will pick it back up. And through it all, you never lose focus on your daughter, your responsibility as a father. And I know you understand this. Brother, we all love you out here. Stay strong. And remember, your sister, whether it hurts to lose loved ones, they having a celebration of life up there in heaven, and we all know it. Hey, Randy Martin Jr., take care, man. Everybody have a good, good one. Weekend's coming up, Hall Halloween weekend. Everybody takes care of them kids. Please be safe. Please be careful. And let's get this country back. See y'all.